Welcome to the Career Ahead Podcast with Mary Lucy. Hi there, my name is Mary Lucy and I'm the founder of Career Ahead. The aim of Career Ahead is to support students throughout their entire college journey. This journey supporting students starts in secondary school, ensuring that the correct college courses are selected. It continues right through from commencing college to during each college year and again when students finish college, helping new graduates bridge the gap to either secure employment or postgraduate studies. It is really important that students select correct, suitable courses to study that they have an interest in and are passionate about. I firmly believe that this is the key to success in college and in a career. This podcast is dealing with the CAO Change of Mind process. The CAO Change of Mind facility, which is free of charge, opens in early May and remains open normally until the 1st of July. You should check on the CAO website though in case there's any change. This allows courses to be changed, removed, added, etc. I would advise students not to wait until the last minute to submit any final amendments. Submit completed CAO listings a couple of days in advance of the closing deadline. If it is left until the last minute, it inevitably means the process will be rushed and will cause distress throughout the whole household. It is a good idea if a student reviews and amends their current course lists and then puts the CAO aside for the time being and focus on their leaving cert exams. Upon completion of their exams, they can once again give their attention to the CAO and confirm and submit final changes. I do not think it is beneficial to continually make changes daily or weekly to the CAO listings, as it only causes confusion, stress and anxiety normally. When completing their CAO form, the student needs to select a course that appeals to them and will play to their strengths. They need to use a strategy to ensure they will maximise their options and through their course choices avail of every potential opportunity. The following are some key points based on feedback from current college students that hopefully will assist with the process of making the right choice for you. First of all, follow your passion. Students should not base course choices on exams and expected points. They should base them on what they love to do. It sounds remarkably simple, but normally if a student selects a course based on one of their passions, that be history, music, football, art, social media, maths, etc., this means in college they will really engage with the course material and find it very stimulating. They will also be motivated to get involved in course-related extracurricular activities and attend course networking events and get involved in the societies related to the course. These all play an enormous part in progressing to employment when college is over. Second point, do not confuse loving a subject with loving the teacher. Sometimes in secondary school, a student is assigned a very engaging teacher for a particular subject. The teacher ensures classes are interesting, stimulating and really positive. At times, a student selects a CAO course based on this positive association with the teacher rather than their genuine interest in the subject. Number three, look beyond a course title. College course titles can be misleading. Do not assume it will do as it says on the tin. At times, colleges use course titles that will attract students, so it is vital to delve into the focus and content of the course to ensure it will be suitable for you. Number four, when a student has decided upon the area they wish to study, look at all course options in detail. 
At this stage, research is vital to ensure as much information and insight as possible is gathered about courses, both positive and negative information. Go through each module for each semester and each year. Check out if there's a work placement element. Check out if students can study abroad. Students should talk to heads of department, lecturers, the admissions people, current and or past students. Number five, complete all CAO choices. There are 10 level 8 CAO choices and 10 level 6-7 choices. All should be completed to cover every eventuality. While a student will have preferred options, nobody can predict exactly the outcome or the increase in course entry points. So a plan A, B, C, D strategy should be incorporated when finalising the CAO application form. Number six, level six, seven options. Students often only concentrate on completing the level eight honours degree course choice options. Yet by doing so, they are not maximising their options. It is important to realise a level seven ordinary degree course normally has lower CAO entry points, yet they have a one-year add-on to gain a level 8 degree once completed. The result is that the student can still exit with a level 8 degree, even though they may have been accepted on a level 7 degree course with lower entry points. Number 7. Courses listed. Students should not put any course in either their level 8 or level 6-7 choices, that they would not be happy and willing to accept if offered. Number eight, do not allow others to influence course choices. Friends, family, etc. They may have the best of intentions at heart, but the student needs to take responsibility and research and select the course they want to study themselves. Number nine, do not select a course because of anticipated salary levels. Students should not select courses because of anticipated status or salary levels. Nothing makes a student more miserable than being on a course that they do not like. And in a lot of cases, when they qualify, they retrain or move into another career that they are passionate about. Number 10. Students should not feel or be put under pressure to choose high point courses. It is far more important to apply for a course that they genuinely are interested in, irrespective of the entry points. Number 11. Students should look at all college options. An honours degree is a level 8 degree, whether obtained in a university, a technological university and an institute of technology. At times, students base their decisions on the perceived status of a college rather than the suitability of a course. Number 12. Do not allow a university or college location to determine your course choice. Some students want to go to Dublin, for example. So select a range of unrelated courses throughout the Dublin colleges, rather than related courses across colleges throughout the country. The size of the college does not necessarily equate to a better student experience. Sometimes a smaller college can afford more opportunities to a student rather than a larger one. There will be positives and negatives associated with every college. Number 13. Will the student be employable? On completion of the course, the student needs to consider whether they will be employable or not. Will further studies be required? This is highly relevant when budgeting for college courses. You have to consider, will four years turn into six years to enable the student to secure a paid employment? Number 14. What is your budget? Students need to be realistic when making choices and tailor their course locations to suit their own and their family's budget.
in addition to college fees, accommodation, travel, etc., must all be considered. If students are working part-time to support themselves, location of college may be highly relevant to ensure they can continue to work part-time. Number 15. Include a local college in your choices at some level. Some students cannot settle away from home, no matter how hard they try. It may be possible to negotiate a change of course, if a student has sufficient points for that course, to a local college, perhaps after the first semester or the first year, for example, if they have the college listed on the CEO form. Please note, this is completely based on an individual college's policies and procedures, whether they will allow this and facilitate a student change. Number 16, and the final point. If a student still cannot decide on a course they want to do, and they've completed all the usual activities and research, but yet still have no particular interest or desire to progress to third level, I would suggest that they are not pressurised into selecting a generic course for the sake of going to college. In this case, I would recommend the PLC option, or that they work for a year until they are in a better position to make decisions. After a year, a PLC course will facilitate either progression to third level or employment, and will result in tremendous academic and personal development. Again, working for the year will undoubtedly build up a skill set and confidence in the student that no college course could accomplish. When the student is ready, they will then make the right choice for them. Thank you for listening. I hope you found it useful. Feel free to contact me through my website, careerahead.ie. Take care and talk soon.